0: Yes, sir. Kyle and DJ on the mic.
1: Gambling feud. Partner with Colder Sports Gambling Network. Hitting bets. Hitting checks. Making next. i right, bet. Let's hit some bets. Locks on. Locks on. Locks on. Locks. Locks on. Locks on. Locks on. Locks. I'll need the keys when I get the locks. The get the locks. Hitting them wagers like I'm a pacer, doing it major LA Lakers. Locks on locks on locks on locks. Locks on locks on locks on locks. I'll need the keys when I get the locks. Of the keys when I get the locks. Hitting them wagers like I'm a pacer, doing it major LA Lakers.
2: Welcome everyone to the Gambling Feud Podcast. We are on episode 55. As always, the Gambling Feud Podcast and the Cota Sports Gambling Network is sponsored by the Bet Coda Sportsbook in Deadwood, South Dakota. 55 episodes in, we got an NHL preview show. We got two NHL legends, ca- legendary cappers, I would say. I had, to, I had to say the capper part, so we'll throw that in there. But yeah, let's. before we introduce them, as always, my name is Kyle Comas. You can find me on Twitter at Comdog. And for 55 episodes joining me, my cousin and co-host, find him on Twitter at DJ Lowe. 4422 DJ Looch. DJ, how are we doing today?
0: It's a great day, Kyle. I'm doing a sober podcast, which is somewhat of a rarity, but maybe I'll be more sharp. And when you talk about legends joining us, I mean, it goes Wayne Gretzky, (laughs) maybe Sidney Crosby. And then these two are just they're neck and neck with Sidney Crosby. Alex Ovechkin is actually under them. Um, Connor McDavid right now is under them. So these are legends uh, to keep it simple.
2: No, you're absolutely right. Well, that's Introduce them. They're the two biggest hockey cappers at the network by a large margin. But joining us first is a very recurring guest. He's been on the show, I think this is fourth or fifth time being on the show. Fourth time he's saying, but find him on Twitter at Potato Gabbler. PG, how are we doing today, sir?
1: Doing well. Couldn't be doing better, honestly. My stars play later tonight. I've got my Jamie Venn jersey on. Uh, It's a little warm in my room to be wearing a hockey jersey, but you know what? We're going to grind through it. Uh, We're going to do our thing here on the show. I'm super excited to get in uh, with you guys again. I think this is my fourth time on the show. Very excited to be here, so let's get it.
2: We're always excited to have you, PG, and yeah, we're going to talk some NHL. Excited to do that. And then the last one, he's been on the show a couple of times, I think he's been on the show, but pretty much he's he's known at the network as Mr. Ice because that man just wins bets and he is yeah he's just a sharp is the best way i can put it and find him on twitter at bonflu choke vfc how we doing
3: sir yes sir yes sir pumped to be here um just got into hockey hockey capping this year but i just got stupid hot i started watching it and uh i kind of love the sport now so um I, I learned a lot this year and i'm ready to uh to talk some playoffs
0: most people, when they start something new, struggle. Not, not VFC. He goes in just full steam and succeeds. Mr. Eyes for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: I always said the biggest flex that I have, there's a lot of people that have flex at the network. The big, biggest flex that I have that most people at the network do is I know VFC's real name, and that's that's a big flex for me. So, <laughs>
0: well, I'm waiting to hold it over him at some point, but, but he's got to get to a certain point where it becomes the most valuable for me.
2: Uh, really quick really quick fellas um obviously you know dj and i we we'll dabble a little bit in the nhl not by any means uh big time nhl cappers but you two are just really really quick uh vfc i'll start with you like how did you kind of get into like the nhl do you have like a favorite team and then just how's like been capping been going for you so far you've been pretty successful i've heard
3: yeah um I, i honestly i wasn't that into hockey before this year really i I, i've been to some games i liked going to games in person but like i could never really get behind watching it on tv um i but i loved it you know going in person whatnot um then this year i kind of just noticed like right around the all-star break i think just after um i noticed a lot of goals in games and i was just like it feels like some of these games are, or a lot of these games are going over. I think for the longest time is hitting at like 60%, like overs were hitting at like 60%. And so I kind of just started watching and I made a list of teams that I was like, no matter the circumstance, unless like a third string goalie's in, I'm not betting on these teams. And I just looked for good matchups. And uh, so I kind of like found some, some teams I really liked from there. But I would say my favorite team is... The Canadians right now, just because even though they're awful this year. Um, my boy Cole Caulfield on the team, he went to high school like 30 minutes away from me. Um, he's sick. He went to Wisconsin for college. Like he's just cool and and the kids super, super good. Um, but yeah, it, it ended up as a really, really good year. I'm pulling up my regular season record now. I was 82, 43, and 7 plus 31.58 units in the regular season. So
1: Damn! it ended up wow. pretty
3: good. Pretty good.
2: <laughs> you were a fool if you didn't tell some of his, some of his plays. Is all I'm saying
3: like that, Miss, Mr. Ice for sure. Yeah, I might have started as luck, but eventually, I you know, it's just kind of, it kind of got a too large of a sample size to, to become luck. <laughs> uh,
2: PG, we'll go to you. I, I, you, you're very vocal about your favorite team on Twitter, so I know most people will kind of know about that. But just talk a little bit about that, and then uh, just ca- handicapping hockey for you so far this year. How's it been going?
1: Yeah, it's been great handicapping hockey. I haven't done a lot of handicapping hockey previous to this year, as far as giving out picks. But even the previous year, I was playing a lot of things, just because I was kind of falling in love with the sport. Um, I really fell in love with it during the 2020 season. The Dallas Stars made a run all the way to the Stanley Cup, lost to the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, I think in six or something. But that was a blast because there's not much else going on, obviously, when when the pandemic first started. So, you know, here was this team in green that plays, you know, not far at all from where I live, and they were just going crazy. And so it was a lot of fun uh, keeping up with that team. And then from there to here, I mean, I don't know. I've had a blast capping it. Biggest thing I look for I try to find a goalie or two that I really like. You want to try to find, uh, you know, a sharp goalie, maybe in some type of mismatch, uh, a team's first, you know, number one goalie versus a backup has been big for me this year. Uh, there's a couple different sites that kind of track who's going to be in net. Uh, so I use that a lot and uh, I've had some success. I don't know what my stats are. They're not going to be as good as VFCs. So I won't give those out, but uh been fun. I love hockey. It's, it's really a sport that I've uh, gotten to love and playoff hockey is just the best. So. We're, we're in a great spot.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. We're looking forward to watching your stars. They got a pretty tough uh, matchup first round. So we'll see if they can prevail, but uh, yeah, we're really excited. We're going to go through every single NHL matchup here. Obviously DJ and I won't talk nearly as much as those other two, because we just don't handicap nearly as much DJ for a while though. DJ, I remember last year around this time, you and B Russ were the two NHL handicappers and then came along PG and VFC.
0: Yeah, I used to be a hockey god, self proclaimed, obviously. Um, I called myself Puck Norris after Chuck Norris because uh, I just, I could kick the ass out of the pucks. Uh, but I just, I really didn't have enough time this year to follow along. I've been super busy at work and just haven't, you know, if you're not going to be able to dedicate enough time to it, you're just kind of half assing it. And then, you know, I, I can't call myself a hockey god if I'm not full assing it. So um yeah so i i turned over the reins to to pg and to vfc and they lit it up they actually did better than when i had the reins it's like if the stock price was 80 when i was controlling it it's at 180 now so i'm glad i turned it over to them and they're lighting it up but i know know a little bit about hockey and a little bit about the players so i'm excited to yeah get to discuss it today
2: yes sir yep sounds good well like i said we'll go through every single nhl uh matchup here we'll talk like some lines we got lines for each game and yeah let's just get right let's get right to it so the first matchup we got we got uh let's go to let's start with the eastern conference we got the florida panthers taking on the washington capitals uh game one's currently being played as we record panthers finished the regular season 58 18 and 6 122 points and they led the eastern conference in points on the flip side the capitals finished the regular season 44 26 and 12 hundred with a hundred points. They were fourth in the metropolitan, which got them their second wild card position. So I'll get started for me. I think there's going to be so many goals scored in this series. Um, the Panthers have scored uh, four goals per game and they lead the NHL and no, no one can doubt how dominant Justin Huberto has been this season, 115 points tied for second in the NHL and led the NHL in assists with 85 on the flip side. The capitals are, are, they're better than the record shows. You know, if is finally back from injury. He played tonight. Uh, Oshie and Backstrom's been hurt a good chunk of the season. Uh, this is a veteran. This is a veteran-led team. You know the Panthers. Uh, their goalie Sergei Bobrovsky. I got it there eventually, fellas. Uh, he's been struggling as a late. He's had a below 900 save percentage in three of his last four games. So take what I say with a grain of salt. Understand, but I'm going to go bold, and I think the Capitals are going to pull off the upset against the Panthers. Wowza. Oh,
1: I, I mean, I don't hate it, and, and for, the, for a lot of the reasons you, you kind of already explained, in the playoffs, it's all about who's going to have that goalie that gets a little bit hot. Uh, both, both goalies for Florida, I mean, they haven't really shown anything too spectacular, and like you said, they score a lot of points, but they also give up a lot of, a lot of goals as well, and, and in the playoffs, anything could happen. I, I, like, I like that you picked an upset right off the, right off the jump.
2: Oh, yeah. Yep, gotta be gotta be bold. I'm not going to go chalk like most, pe- like most, like non NHL people will do and go chalk and take all the really good teams. That's not me. Uh, DJ, what do we got? What What are your thoughts on the series?
0: I feel like that was a future shot at me, but we'll just keep it rolling. Um, yeah, so this is a you know the Capitals aren't as dominant as we've seen in the past. They dealt with a ton of injuries this season, uh, but kind of the main points I'm taking away from going into this matchup. Is Florida is thirty four and seven at home. They're they're a unit at home. Now the Capitals are nineteen and twenty two at home. That that's rough. Yeah, you got to be able to win at home, and especially in these series, like winning those home games. That home environment are so huge. And then on top of it, the Capitals have two kind of you know goalies who are split in time, whereas the Panthers have that one guy in Bobrovsky. Uh, who went 39 and 10 this season with a 2.67 goals allowed a game. Uh, he's just more of a consistent guy, and I feel like he will be a little better uh, down the stretch just from sample size of games he's played versus the other two. Uh, and then going into it, the capitals are four, four and two in their last 10, whereas Florida is seven and three. I know it's a chalk pick, but Florida is just a unit at home and they're, they're not too shabby on the road. Uh, I don't think they'll lose at home, and I think they can steal a couple from the Capitals on the road. Uh, yeah, I'm g- giving the nod to Florida.
2: Isn't it sad that we live in a society where, like, the best team in the NHL by far winning the first round is a chalk pick? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying it's – no, 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 no. That's what? not a shot at you. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's funny how some people think that, like, the best team winning is a chalk pick. So, like, you said it might be a chalk pick. I don't think that's a chalk pick at all.
0: It's fair. It's the right pick. I, I agree. I'm glad you're second in my opinion.
2: <laughs> uh, PG, what are your thoughts on the series?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I touched on it a little bit earlier. I jumped the gun. I, I think it's anybody's series. I think it, at minimum, uh, I think I'm going to go with Florida in this matchup just because you've got a few more named guys. I think the trade for Giroux from Philly was a big deal for this team and another center for them, more depth. I think they're going to win this series. I think it's six or seven. Do we have to give a specific number or is it okay just to say, yeah, yeah. So I think it's a longer series. Um, I just don't have enough faith in either one of Florida's goalies uh, to to have them going a long ways, but I think they can beat this Washington team that's very up and down Um, and they're going to have a hard time. If this, if this series turns into one of those things where every game you got to score five goals to win, they're going to really have a hard time with that. Even with, you know guys like ovechkin and these guys that, that that the that the capitals have it just might not be enough so i'm i'm going to go with uh, florida but i think it's going to take them a, you know a good 6 or 7 games to get it done all
2: right that's fair have you ever have you ever heard uh quadjiru mic'd up at all pg he's a funny guy i don't know if you've heard him mic'd up no LPG. i mean, but, uh, i may
1: need to look some stuff up there's a lot of good content on on uh on youtube NHL is really good about putting out stuff like that on uh like kind of for free for consumption so i'll have to go check that out claude Giroux. that's my guy
2: yeah def- definitely look that up he is a funny dude just look up like claude drew mic'd up
3: he's
1: really okay. funny
2: uh vfc what do you got for the series
1: yeah i mean
3: like like we said it's it's the panthers are one of the best teams in the nhl both of these teams play a I feel like a very similar game in this in the fact that they can both score a lot, but they both can also give up a lot. Um, I'm not super high on the Panthers in, in the playoffs in general. Um, But I I feel like the Panthers are are the better of these two teams at playing that game. And I think that'll show, I think the caps definitely might steal one or two, but for me, I I just think the Panthers are going to be able to, uh, to outscore them and, and, play better defense too. I mean, I, I think Bob, Bob Rowski is better than, than anybody that the caps are going to put in between the pipes. So uh, yeah, I, I like the Panthers in this matchup. I'm not going to take them. Like, I don't think they're going to go ridiculously far in this, in this, uh, in the playoffs, but I like the Panthers here. All
2: right. So we got three, three of us on the Panthers and one of us on the capitals. So we don't got a unanimous decision, which could be good. Uh, well, let's, let's move on. Then we got the, the next game, the Toronto Maple leaves and the Tampa Bay lightning Maple Leafs Take one decidingly five to zero uh, Austin Matthews, two goals and one assist while Mitch Marner had one goal and two assists. So they lead the series one. 0 Maple Leafs finished the regular season 54, 21 and seven with 115 points. Second in the Atlantic division while the lightning finished the regular season 51, 23 and eight with 110 points. They were third in the division. Uh, Lines again, uh, based on your book, D. G. N. I. U. Caesar. So that's the book we always go by. Uh, Lightning are plus 100, uh, Toronto minus 120, and an over under six and a half. Uh, PG, what are your thoughts on the series?
1: Well, I one of the futures I gave out for the Stanley Cup playoffs is I really like uh, Tampa Bay to, to go back and do it again. Started playing some great hockey there at the end. Uh, they're plus 1200 when the playoffs start to win the whole thing. I think this is a tough matchup, though. I mean, you listed it. Toronto had, I think, the fourth best record in the league, and they get matched up with the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions in the first round. We know Tampa Bay, uh, you know, is is this awesome team. When you look at the flip side of the coin, Toronto, they haven't gotten out of the first round in forever. Uh, I mean, it's been a big-time struggle for them, and this is such a tough matchup. They looked great in that round one matchup, but it was a very emotional game in front of their fans in the playoffs for the first time in a long time because of COVID. I think they had, a, um, they had attendance last year, but it wasn't full attendance. So this is the first time they really had a full barn going crazy for this team and they won and they looked great doing it. I think everybody's going to jump on the leaves here. And I think Tampa Bay, they've got a championship pedigree. Uh, Vasilevsky hasn't lost back-to-back playoff games I think uh, in the last five years, someone said. So I expect them to turn it around. And, and this may be a seven-game series. It might be a six-game series. But I'd like Tampa Bay to end up pulling this thing out.
2: All right. Very good. Um, yeah, I am kind of have the same thoughts, thoughts as you, PG. As far as the next game goes, I do think Tampa Bay is going to pull it out to, to tie it. Like, like you said, I don't think uh, Veseleski is going to give up five goals again. I just, like you said, he just doesn't lose back to back very often. So I do like Tampa Bay at plus money. I think that's a lot of value there. So I do like that for that game. As far as the series goes, you know, like I so said, the biggest question PG addressed, is this the year that Tampa, that Toronto can get it done in the postseason? You know, like Matthews and Marner, they've been absolutely dominant this postseason, And the Maple Leafs have been the best in the NHL on the power play. And as far as penalty kill this season, they're the best in the NHL. But on the flip side, like, if you listen to this podcast, like I don't deny my favorite player in the NHL by like a large margin is Steven Stamkos. I love Steven Stamkos, and he's had a great season so far, 106 points, which is tied for six in the NHL. And then Vasilevsky, he has the best win-loss r- record in the NHL with a 39-18-5 record. It's going to go back and forth this year. Like I said, I do think it's going to go the distance, but I'm going diff- to differ with PG, which like I said, take what I say with the grain of salt. But I'm gonna have Toronto getting the getting the win this time, so that's who I'm gonna. Okay. Yep. So we'll let's so we'll go, there. So still no unanimous, which, like I said, could be good.
1: That's a good thing. That's a good thing.
3: For
2: sure. Uh, VFC, what are, what are your thoughts on the series?
3: This is such a sick series. Like when I saw it, when I saw it all pan out, I was most excited for this series. I, like I think this is gonna be such a fun series, especially after Game One. Um, I mean, I. I took the over in the first game. I expected goals from the lightning and that was just crazy. The fact that Vasilevsky couldn't save anything, but Jack Campbell could save everything is just, that's, that's so backwards. Um, so I, I don't know. It was, it was a great game, but that atmosphere in Toronto was nuts. I mean, that, that was crazy. It was just a weird game and Toronto dominated in every aspect. There was like, a ridiculous amount of penalty minutes, just absolutely insane. Um, And I I don't know. I think that, uh, I think that although Toronto looked really, really good, obviously in game one, uh, I still expect goals in a lot of the, in a lot of these other games, honestly, I'll probably take the over every single time they play. I think it's going to hit more than it won't. Um, But the Leafs got really cold at the end of the year really, really cold. I know Matthews is out for a while. They, they had some, some little bumps and the lightning got really, really hot. Um, I'm also on on very small play on the lightning to win, win the cup. Um, But I I don't know. I just, I definitely see the lightning coming back. As a matter of fact, I, I had a unit on the lightning to win the series at minus one Oh five. And I just cashed out and took the like 0. 0.7 units that it gave me in the cash out and played it at plus 170 and it gave me like like if i hit now i'm gonna get like 1.2 units almost so like i'm nice. so sharp but um <laughs> but yeah it's that's uh i, I really like the lightning in the series and especially like now the, the price you can get them at um obviously game one was was really bad but i think it went about as poorly as it could go for the lightning so i i really like the lightning to turn turn the series around and i think the leafs still continue the trend of not winning in the playoffs
2: that honestly like you you got to give yourself a pound in the back that is such a smart play what you did there by cashing out and then recashing that plus money that that's a genius move dude
3: i and i was like this math makes no sense like why would i not play this so. i need to
1: do that myself I, I have that same pick so i need to try to do that myself if, if my book will let me yeah
0: absolutely a real man doubles down just bets more <laughs> then you win both there you
2: go
1: true
0: uh D- dj wrap
2: it up what do you got for the series
0: man every year we're always like is this the year that toronto is gonna get out of the first round and every year they um I mean, they usually go to a seven game series or at least six games and find a way not to get out of the first round. Um, you know, and I look across the board, goalies, obviously Tampa Bay has a little bit of an advantage, but home and away splits. They're they're pretty similar teams. I think that Tampa Bay has more playoff experience. Uh, you know, Toronto maybe is a little more talented in the regular season. But I'm betting this is not going to be the year Toronto gets out of the first round. Until they prove otherwise, I have to assume they will not get out of the first round. You know, you got your regular season teams, but postseason hockey is a little different. You know, every goal matters. I think that first game was kind of a fluke of what, this is Vasilevsky. Dude's a, dude's a hoss. He's a beast. Uh, and that, that Campbell for Toronto, he's no slouch. He's had a solid season, but we haven't seen as many consistent seasons out of him that we've seen out of Vascalesi. So I'm going better goalie. I'm going more experienced team. Uh, when they go down to Tampa Bay to play, I promise you Tampa Bay is going to be lit. They love the lightning down there. It is a mm-hmm. lit environment. Uh, yeah, give me the lightning all day, and the Maple Leafs are going to lose in seven games. That is the typical thing. And Toronto will go through another state of just being depressed. Uh, they just can't win, man. They can't win that first-round game.
1: That's going to be tough for them to swallow if they lose game seven back in Toronto. Those fans are, oh, we kind of need that, need that to happen just for the memes and stuff. <laughs>
2: oh, the content, God. man. We need there, the content so much. <laughs> DJ, didn't your, didn't your cousin Lucas Parker go to a lightning game?
0: Um, I don't think he went to the Lightning game, but he was in Tampa Bay when they won it. Um, and he was also in Tampa Bay when the bucks won it. So he got to party hard at like all the bars with everybody both times. And if there's one dude that can party, it's that kid. Um, and yeah, he, he was just sending me snaps of everyone just going brazy for the bucks. I'm like, that was wild. And then he sent me snaps of everyone going brazy for the lightning. I'm just like, God, this dude's been like, can you come to Chicago for the Cubs or Minnesota for the Vikes? Like we get some magic somewhere else, but Tampa Bay doesn't sure. need it. But yeah, it's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Shout out. Luke is doing our intro song. We forgot to give him a shout at every single week. We've been terrible at it, but yeah. Shout out to him and his, uh, his album virtues. I believe it's called DJ on Spotify.
0: Yep. Yeah. He's going to drop uh, maybe a little spoiler alert, but he's thinking about dropping a country album here at some point. Um, so he's going to switch it up, go from a little, you know, R and B soul music to a little, maybe a little rap, but he's going to go to country. So we're going to see. Um, I, it's TBD right now, but I'm excited and we'll, yeah, we'll let you guys know when it is released.
2: All right, sounds good. I'm actually looking forward to hear hearing that. Like I said, if you boys haven't listened to his album Virtues, I mean, like I said, that they, he's got a couple bangers in there that just get me get me rolling and stuff like that. I still like if I'm if I'm in like a mood to get pumped, like I listen to Miami Six, LeBron James,
0: LeBron 2013, Yeah. partying in Miami, which he was. So it's I mean it's valid. <laughs> it's yeah,
2: for sure. All right, so. We move on now to let's go to the uh, Eastern Conference game between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Boston Bruins. Hurricanes, again, take game one very handily, five to one. It was a team effort throughout. Five different Hurricane players scored in that game. Hurricane goalie Antti Ranta finished with 35 saves that game. As so far as the regular season goes, Hurricanes finish 54, 20, and 8 with 116 points, leading the Metropolitan Division. And the Bruins finish the regular season 51, 26, and 5. 107 points, fourth in the Atlantic Division, giving them the second wild card. Line right now: Bruins minus 105, Hurricanes minus 115, and an over/under of five and a half. VFC, uh, what are your thoughts for the series?
3: These are two teams I haven't watched a uh, ridiculous amount this year, um, just because neither of them are teams that I put in overs very often. So I, I haven't had a ridiculous amount of chance to to watch these guys go. Um, But I know before the series, it was minus 110 each team to to win the series. The Bruins got pretty hot at the end of the year. Um, But I don't know. I I just I feel like the Hurricanes obviously had a huge win in game one. Um, And I just think they'll be able to keep that momentum rolling. I think uh, I I feel like from what I've seen, they're the better team this year. Um, I feel like they're going to allow less goals at the end of the day. And uh, I think that's going to win them this series. I definitely expect Boston to take take a couple, but but again, teams I haven't watched a ridiculous amount this year, but I see the Canes taking this one.
2: All right, sounds good, DJ. What are your thoughts for the series?
0: Yeah, Boston is a super fundamental, like slow, defensive-minded, just gritty team, and they've been good forever. Like I don't remember a bad Boston team. Uh, you know, they have a certain mentality, a very physical, defensive minded, get good shots. Uh, and that's just how they play. It's like their culture. But the Canes are electric, man. I mean, they the, Anderson and uh, Rat, Rata, Ranta, I can never say his name, but those two are a great one 2 punch. I mean, Anderson was what? Two point one seven goals allowed. And Rat, Rata was uh, Ranta was uh, two point four five. Goals allowed, I mean, it's insane how good they are as a combination. And then the Canes just a little more electricity, a little more youth uh, versus the, the Bruins who are getting a little older. Uh, but I, I got to go Canes here. And honestly, it's just the goalie play. I think the Canes have a little better goalie and a little more firepower on offense. But the Bruins are definitely – this is not going to be a sweep. The Bruins are definitely going to win a couple at-home games. So it'll go to, like, a game six or a game seven probably. Uh, And it's going to be a fun series. But, yeah, Canes. All right, sounds good. PG,
2: what are your thoughts about this series?
1: Yeah, first off, I think it's going to be a great series. you got two teams that really play great defense. Uh, Anderson is hurt for the uh, the Carolina uh, Hurricanes. I don't know how long he's out, but I think I've heard that he may play in, like, game three. Uh, So we'll see. Uh, obviously Canes looked awesome in game one. So it's easy to just say here are Canes, but I think I'm going to go with Boston. They're a really resilient group. Uh, this core has been through a lot, a lot of mature older players kind of mixed in with some good youth, like Charlie McAvoy, great defenseman for that team uh swayman's been good olmark got the start in net uh he had a rough go of it first game but they're kind of a 1a 1b team where if if olmark isn't hitting in the playoffs they can try to switch to swayman and see how he does i think i think they figured this series out i think it probably goes to to, i think the home teams win the first four games so we got a 2-2 series i think it may end up going all the way to seven But I like the Boston Bruins just because of some playoff experience that they've gotten uh, over the years with this kind of same core that they've had. These guys really know each other well. I think it's a similar thing to what I talked about with the Tampa Bay uh, Toronto game, where it's just like that home feel. Carolina's got a great home stadium. They were really buzzing that first game. They wore the black jerseys. Anytime they come out in those black jerseys, just about a wrap. So I think, you know, these first four games go for the home team. And then after that, I think it's a back and forth series and, I think Boston will end up coming out on top, but it may take seven games.
2: All right. Sounds good. Yeah, to wrap, to wrap it up, um, the Hurricanes might be, in my memory, like a really, really high seed that just doesn't get talked about very much. You know, they had a very, very solid year, probably the one of the better years in their franchise history. And um, they have a really, really good mix of young talent in Sebastian Ajo and a veteran in Jordan Stahl. The biggest concern I have for the Hurricanes is they do they are plagued with injuries a lot this season, just throughout the entire season, which could be very, very uh, difficult for me to pick them when it comes to the playoffs. On the flip side, though, when you look at the Bruins, there might not be a better defensive team in the NHL than the Boston Bruins. I mean, they mm-hmm. are allowing uh, only 27 uh, shots per game, which is third in the NHL. They also have another one of my favorite NHL players in Patrice Bergeron, the old man himself. The question really remains, though. Can that consistency offset the Hurricanes play? I personally don't think so. So I'm going to take the Hurricanes to win this series. But again, like PG said, it's going to be a long series, I think. And saying that like the home team might win the first four games, I think is a very good prediction because both those home environments, I don't know if you guys, you guys have probably watched a good chunk of their games. Both those environments are electric. I know if you're a big bar stool guy, you'll see them at the Boston Bruins games all the time and stuff like yep. that. And I've seen the Hurricane games too, but. Those are two electric environments. So I don't think that's a bad pick at all, but I will take the
0: Hurricanes to win the series. One one side note here, the Hurricanes were 3-0 and against the Boston Bruins in the mm-hmm. regular season. I know it is just the regular season, but they did and have their number.
1: Not only that, but I think Boston only scored one one goal that whole regular season series. So it's 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 going to be a tough one for Boston. They're going to have to kind of – that's what I was saying. I, th- I think they may go back to Boston down 2-0. Have to get kind of get together and figure it out, but they've really not played well against the Hurricanes so far.
2: Yep, well, we move on now, gentlemen, to the last game in the Eastern Conference between the Rangers and the Penguins. Game one currently being played as we record. Uh, Rangers finished the regular season 52 25 and 6 with 110 points, second in the Metropolitan Division, while the Penguins finished the regular season 46 25 and 11 with 103 points. Which is third in the Metropolitan uh, Division, uh, DJ. Start us off. What do you got for your uh, thoughts on this
0: series? Yeah, so it's a uh, you know it's been an up and down season for the Penguins. They're a very unique team. They're twenty three and eighteen at home and twenty three and eighteen on the road. So there's no difference in split there. Which again, I think you know, obviously it's still above five hundred, but I I feel like you need to dominate at home because that that transitions into the postseason. You just have to be able to win those home games. I mean, losing at home is so demoralizing. I feel like because you got your crowd there, that they're right up on the glass. It's not like some other sports where everyone's kind of far back and it's a massive arena. They're usually kind of jam packed in there, and it it can be pretty rowdy environment. And that's what makes hockey so unique. Uh, Whereas the Rangers were twenty seven and fourteen at home this season. But the the big, I guess my kind of what I go to for this series is at, at the goal. I mean. The Penguins goalies, Jari and Smith were solid, but the Rangers goalies, I think, I think we're better. Shisterkin, Sh- 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 I can't even say the name.
1: Shisterkin. Uh, Sh- Shisterkin. <laughs> and
0: yeah, George or whatever. Georgiev, uh, both solid in that. Uh, obviously, Shisterkin Sh- 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 can't even. Jeez, bro. Words. I'm anyway, eager. that's cool. Igor. Yeah, I don't know why I go. just went through that. Jeez. Yeah, no. Anyway, yeah, Igor's, I mean, he had a 2.07 uh, goals allowed per game. Uh, And then on top of it, in the regular season, the Rangers won three games to one uh, for the Penguins. So I got to go with the Rangers here. Uh, I think it's electric uh, that they're finally good. They are super young. I think Mm -hmm. what, like two years ago, they were the youngest or one of the youngest teams in the league. Uh, Their goalies are young. They're they're just have so many young guys. Like, I I don't think they're at a point where they can win multiple series just because they're so young but I think they can find a way to, you know, kind of get through this one and just future reference this Rangers team. If they can keep everybody together, especially at least one of those goalies, it's going to be a dangerous team in the future.
2: All right. Sounds good. Uh, for me, for me personally, uh, Sidney Crosby right now is kind of out to prove the haters wrong. We got people, we have people saying like, can you get it done in the NHL playoffs at that age? When you have that chip on your shoulder, I feel like you play a lot better. You know, I think of like Ovechkin when he won the, Stanley cup. He had that chip on his shoulder too. Can he ever get it done? I think that's going to be the, the same, the same thing. Um, it'll also be interesting to see if uh goalie, Tristan Jari comes back, you know, he's been sidelined for, for a while. Uh, as far as the, the, the Rangers go, it's really, really tough to talk about the Rangers without talking about, I'm going to try and say it. Igor Shesterskin. All right, perfect. Um, he's leading the NHL in save percentage. Um, they, they're also, they're, even all the way down the line in scoring, there's really no like big-time score on the team. They're all fairly even, which could make them a big time threat. The thing that scares me about the Rangers is they rely a lot on the power play. Um, they uh have 25.2 percent power play percentage, which is fourth most in the NHL. I don't think the penguins are gonna be in the power or gonna give them the power play very much, which makes me worried because they're very below average scoring. Outside of the power play, so with that being said, I'm going to give the nod to the Penguins here just for that. And like I said, I think Crosby's got a chip on his shoulder a little bit, and is going to play really well along with the other veteran-led team. So I'm going to give the nod to the Penguins here. Uh, PG, what are your thoughts on the series?
1: I think it's going to be a really good series. Uh, you know, as as DJ pointed out, this is a really young uh, team in New York. I I took a little future on them too, just a small little bit. Um, just because of Igor uh, Shuster, Now you guys got me saying it bad. Uh, he's going to be the Vesnia winner this year, which is uh, the NHL's best goalie. He may even win the heart trophy, which is the NHL's, uh, you know, MVP. So he's been a heck of a player for them, especially at home. Although as we say that, you know, we're watching game one right now, it's headed to OT three to three. So I think it's gonna be closer than people think. Now we don't know how long Jari's out for, and I'm a I like DeSmith as a person. I even follow him on Instagram. He's a disc golfer. I'm a disc golfer. You know, he's a cool guy, but he's also at the same time he's a backup goalie going against Igor. You know, in New York, things like that. With New York having the home ice advantage, I can't help but go with the Rangers here. But I will say there's some sharp money that's been put in on. You know, on this, you know, veteran core of the Penguins, like Kyle pointed out, there's something to it. They're playing, you know, with a purpose. Who knows how much longer this core will be together? I think it's going to be a tough series, uh, but, but, but a fun one. And, and I think this is really more New York getting some valuable playoff experience than it is them making a deep run. I think more than likely they lose in round two. But I've got them winning in round one here, maybe in six, seven games. Going to be a grinder of a series.
2: All right, sounds good. VFC, uh, wrap it up for us.
3: Yeah, uh, like PG said, at this game won in overtime right now. The Penguins uh, going into overtime have 47 shots on goal right now, which is incredibly concerning if you're backing the Rangers. Uh, the Rangers have 34. I mean, it's been a crazy offensive game for two teams that are – great defensive teams. Um but yeah, I, I also have to side with Igor and the Rangers. Uh Igor's a, a a monster. The dude has played just unbelievable this year. Gonna continue to play that way. Um and and with the Smith and net probably for the first two, maybe three games. Like it's that's just a little that's a little suspect to me. Um I like the Rangers in this series, but I but I do think it'll be close um but yeah I I just got to side with the best goalie in the NHL I I can't not take him and the Rangers to get out of the first round all right sounds good well that's gonna
2: do it for the Eastern Conference before we go move on to the Western Conference let's talk really really quick just we got to give our predictions on who's gonna win the Eastern Conference and we'll see if any of us are right so I want to give a two-part answer, but I know that's not going to be acceptable, so I'll just give the one answer. I'm going to go with the Hurricanes here. I just think they're very, very well led with uh, youth and veteran, which I think would be good. I want to say if Tampa Bay beats Toronto, that Tampa Bay could make a run, but I think Toronto's going to win that series, and I don't think Toronto can make a run in the finals, so... If just the overall best bet I have is I do believe that the Hurricanes will win. And that's going to be my team to win the Eastern Conference. Uh, DJ, who's your prediction?
0: Yeah, so this one's kind of tough because the two big seeds I can find, you know, some major flaws. in. obviously, Florida doesn't play defense and Carolina has that lack of experience. And Anderson is currently, uh, you know, out uh, TBD. I gotta go Tampa Bay here. Uh, I know they're down one zero, but they're the most veteran and I think potentially has the highest potential to succeed here. Um, I, you know, you need that mix of we've been here before, but we're also young enough and skilled enough. And I think Tampa Bay has that perfect mix. It's worked multiple times. They've proven it works. Uh, whereas we haven't seen Florida deep in the playoffs uh, we, and we haven't seen Carolina. Uh, they're just they haven't played as many of those big games. And uh, with the question mark on Carolina's goalie right now, Anderson, I just can't give them the nod. So I'm going to go Tampa Bay here.
2: All right. Very good. Uh, VFC. Who do you got?
3: Um, I'll take the lightning as well. I think again, even if you can get them at like, you can get pretty good odds at the lightning to to win the East right now. I think there's a ridiculous amount of value there. Um, I would say the Canes are definitely like my, my second favorite play here. Um, but, yeah, I really like the Lightning. If they get through the Leafs, I think they can match up really well with with just about anybody in this conference. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the Lightning. All right. And Mr. Potato Gobbler, who do you got?
1: Man, I hate to do it because everyone else already went with it, but I got I like the Lightning too. Uh, Andre Vaskalevsky, one of the biggest goalies in the NHL. He just takes up a lot of space. He obviously had a really bad first go of it. I, I think it's just a lot of mental stuff. And like I said, that arena was absolutely buzzing. I think if the Tampa Bay Lightning get past this first round matchup, get some confidence going, I think they end up winning the East.
2: All right. Sounds good. So we got three of us on the Lightning and then I'm on the Hurricanes. But I do want to note I did say if the Lightning can beat the Maple Leafs, I think they'll move on. But again, I don't want my name getting slandered. My name gets slandered enough at this network. I don't want it to get slandered <laughs> anymore. So. Yeah, talking to you, b Uh, Well, <laughs> hey, let's move on to the Western Conference game. So we got four really, really solid matchups in the Western Conference. Let's start with the uh, Colorado Avalanche and the Nashville Predators. Game one currently being played as we record. Uh, Avalanche finished the regular season 56-19-7 with 119 points, leading the Western Conference. On the flip side, the Predators finished the regular season 45-30-7 with 97 points, Fifth in the central position, central division, getting them the second wild card spot. For me personally, the Avalanche need to prove that they're as good as what the record shows. You know, they got bounced by the Golden Knights last year in the playoffs, but they got a really solid core. You know, with a uh, Kadri, McKinnon, Macker. They're also top three in goals scored, and they're top six in goals scored against. They just got to prove that they're as good as that that shows. They need to forget about last season, focus on the present which is easier said than done. So we'll see if they can do that. As far as the Predators go, predators go they're a team of grit, in my in my opinion. You no, know, they started out the season very, very poor. But between October and January, they were 23-7-2, and which was the NHL best. Like, this is a team that if they have some grit, they can go on a run. Do I think that's going to be enough to get them the win in the series? I don't. I do think the Avalanche are going to pull off the win and move on, I think, last year. They're going to forget about that and make a fairly deep run in the playoffs. So I'm taking the avalanche to win this series. Uh BFC, what are your thoughts on the series?
3: Um, yeah, it's hard not to like the avalanche when they go up 2-0 in the first three minutes of the of game <laughs> one here. Um, no, but the but the Avs did get really cold in April. I mean, they finished one and six in their last seven. Um i know not as much as on the line at this point but i feel like the abs are a team that now they're up three nothing in the first nine minutes um (laughs) i feel like the abs are a team that that don't typically kill teams like they're a team that that yes they win all the time they find a way to win all the time um but it's a lot of very close games when they play great offense they don't play the best defense when they play good defense they don't play the best offense um and i think that'll be really interesting to see how that plays out in the postseason um obvi- i i think they're gonna get by the predators the preds are the preds are solid i i think that this is just a really bad matchup for them um but but yeah i, I really like the avalanche in this series i'm I'm not sure how, um, how I'm feeling about the uh, inconsistency or the, uh, you know, just close games going forward. Um, but I, I really like them against the
1: Predators.
2: All right. Sounds good. PG, what do you got for this series?
1: Yeah, and I think it's, like VFC said, it's a rough matchup for the Predators also because, you know, their backup goalies in there. Another one of these starting goalies got hurt. UC Saros, who's a great goalie and has been for a while for the, for the Predators, went down – maybe the second to last game of the of the regular season, very tough. And as we see this backup goal, he's getting shelled. I think he only has like a point. This Riddich guy only has like a 0. 0.88 save percentage. I'll tell you right now, if Kemper can get hot for the Avs, they can win the whole thing. I mean, they've got the talent to do it. They got McCarr, they got Nathan McKinnon, these guys that are just buzzing. I mean, they could score a ton of goals when their defense is really rocking with this, you know, solid core. Not a problem, but... It's a little inconsistent for me. I think VFC is right. They tend to play down to their their competitors a little bit. I think we see Nashville still one game in this series, but I think we end up with the Avs in five here.
2: Okay. Sounds good. DJ, wrap it up.
0: Yeah, I mean, you guys kind of touched on all the great points. Uh, The Avs at home are a unit. I believe they have the third best record at home. Uh, They just don't lose in Denver. It just doesn't happen. Uh, It's just not allowed uh and you know that the predators have sorrows maybe it's a different series in my opinion the predators are like a poor man's uh boston bruins not a poor man's but just not as much success but kind of a similar style the predators play very similar to that uh so yeah this one's kind of layup. i mean the abs are gonna win every single home game the preds might steal one on the road uh, or at home i guess for the preds but it, without Saros, it's really not fair. Uh, so, I, I, yeah, I got to go Avs here. I think it's a slam dunk. I'm curious to see how Kemper does in the playoffs because, you know, he's historically been mid in the playoffs. So we'll see if he can pull it together and get hot, as PG likes to say. Uh, but, yeah, Avs slam dunk. Probably the easiest first-round pick, I would say. I don't know what you think of their VC. But out of all of them, I feel like this is the easiest one.
2: Well, we got – First for the show. We got a group send on the on the avalanche, which, like I said, I think could be a, a fair thing to say. But yeah, we got a group send. So let's see if it works out for us. Well, let's move on to who they will take on. They'll take on the winner of the Minnesota Lightning and the St. Louis Blues. Blues take game one, four to zero. David Perrin with a hat trick, three goals and one assist. Uh Tori Krug had three assists, all of them off of Perrin's goals. And bill huso had 37 saves for the st louis blues uh, wild finished the regular season 53 27 and 7 53 22 and 7 excuse me with 113 points second in the central division on the flip side the blues finished the regular season 49 22 and 11 with 109 points third in the central division line right now if you guys are interested blues plus one and a half plus one oh five uh, wild minus one twenty five and an over under of six. Uh, DJ, what do you got for the series?
0: So I guess the wild are technically my team. I'm a Minnesota guy, like the Vikings, and I can watch all their games on Bally Sports North or Bally Sports whatever. So I chose them as my team. Um, not as you know big of a fan as uh, PG is of Dallas, but they technically are my team. In saying that, this is one of the best over series. These teams, when they play, just score goals. Like, I mean, of the last ten matchups, I think the overs like eight and two or seven and three. It's wild, and obviously, the most recent one didn't hit, uh, which is wild. Uh, But the Blues kind of have the wildest number. I mean, Mm three and zero in the regular season. They won Game One, decidingly. And I just, I'm going to just keep it simple here. It's, it's the curse of Minnesota uh, Minnesota teams just don't do well in big situations. They'll, they'll dominate the regular season, get all the hype up, uh, but then they'll let you down. Uh, and it's just, I mean, the Wilders has got a lot of young talent, you know, now that they got what I call them uh, McFlurry, but Mark Andre Flurry, Flurry. Uh, yeah. You know, they got some decent goals with Talbot and the Flurry man. But uh, Huso's kind of been on a – he's been on a little wave. I mean, he's kind of lit it up this year. I don't remember him at all, and he just kind of came up this season and dominated, and that's kind of what the Blues needed is that big piece in the goal. And once they have that, this team's so fundamental and so veteran, yet they still have some young guys like that. Uh Yeah, the, the Blues uh, – they're not going to wipe the wild. I, for some reason, they'll only win road games, both teams. Uh, so it's going to go to game seven – which will be a road game for the blues and they'll win. And so I'm going blues here and it hurts, but I got to fade myself in order to save myself. So,
2: yeah. <laughs> hey, don't say that Minnesota has a rough twins of a couple world
0: series. Yeah. in like 1989 or 1997, right? We
2: weren't born when it happened. I'm not saying that, but it, but they in, they've got one
0: in the two thousands. The Minnesota teams have been plagued, have been cursed.
2: Okay. Fair. Yeah. I, okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, so, so for, for me personally, like Minnesota wild fans have been waiting for this squad. They got for a long, long time. Obviously like DJ alluded to, they, uh, acquired Mark Andre Fleury from the Blackhawks at the trade deadline. They have a really, really solid young superstar in Korea Caprizov who had 108 points this season, which is fifth most in the NHL. They need to be a lot better on the power play and scoring advantage. There were some of the worst in the NHL. So I think that's going to be difficult for them. The Blues, on the other hand, they've been very solid on the power play. You know, they're one of the best in the NHL as of late, including in game one. They got a, a goal off of the power play. Um, like DJ alluded to, Bill Huso has been very, very solid this season, around a 92% save percentage. And he was really, really solid in game one, like I alluded to the blues right now have all the momentum. And when you got the momentum, it's really, really hard to stop it in the NHL playoffs. So I'm going to side with DJ here. I'm also going to take the Minnesota blue or the St. Louis blues to pull off the win. Uh, PG, what do you got?
1: Yeah, it's, it's hard not to, to, to back the blues after what we saw in that game one, but I still like the Wild. It was one of the features I gave out uh, to win the whole thing, and it was plus 2,000 or something. I think they can still do it. They've got Kaprizov. They've got uh, Zuccarello, some guys that can really score. What they need is one of these goalies to get hot, whether it's Talbot or whether it's Flurry. One of these guys just got to play well. Uh, I thought they, I think they actually may have outshot the Blues in that first game, even though they lost it badly. Um, I'm going to see. I'm sure Talbot's going to play in game two, and I think maybe they turn that series around. I'll take Wild in seven, but I think it's going to be an absolute grinder of a series. I actually have a future on both these teams, but the one I gave out was the wild. So we'll stick with the wild here in game seven.
2: All right. And, uh, VFC, I know you were not too happy with me and DJ's pick. So I think I got a feeling I know the route you're going to go, but what are your thoughts?
3: I love the wild way too much. I love the wild. Uh, unfortunately I think this is about as bad of a draw as they could have gotten for Mm -hmm. the first round. Um, But I absolutely love the Wild. If they can get through this series, which I still believe, I think they can. um, I really think they're going to go far. I I love this team. Uh, Like PG said, obviously they've got players all over, but the guys in between the net, uh, in between the pipes, is just what what matters most to me. Um, And one of them getting hot would be nice. But they're still both very, very serviceable. This is a team that can score. This is a team that can play defense. This is a team with two good goalies um, that obviously need to play a little bit better for them to win. But, but again, they, uh, I just, I just see them going very far. I think they're a very solid team. They've been stupid hot towards the end of the year. Um, Again, the blues really, really bad first round matchup for them. Um, But if they get through this, I really like the wild and I'm going to take the wild here I think it'll go six or seven but I'm taking the wild here to survive and I'm taking them pretty far as well you just have not been a fan of any
0: other Minnesota team that you don't understand what you're getting yourself into here (laughs) not only are you like confident they're gonna win but you, yeah you. oh man it's just it's dangerous dangerous territory we get in I do want to oh what I was just gonna
3: say I've been you know I grew up in Wisconsin I've been around Wisconsin teams for a long time and they both kind of share that uh share that uh curse I think that's um, fair. No matter how good the teams are, it seems like they can never win the big one. Um, obviously the Bucks got one last year, but but that's you know.
2: Packers. Yeah. Packers well, haven't gotten
3: since 2010, though. That's what I'm saying. Like they've they been won't. that good and they they can just never win. But pretty beast, but, yeah, but not the like point it, it's just teams that are that are good and just can't can't seem to win.
0: I did want to say something, though, about the Wilds – or the Wilds power play is so brutal to watch, especially if you bet it over – they just keep dicking around until they get the perfect shot. Well, sometimes two minutes go by and they get off like one shot. And it's so frustrating. Whereas the blues just start launching shit up as soon as they're on a power play. And then all of a sudden they get a perfect redirect and the blues guy just slaps it in. It's so frustrating to watch when the wild get a power play and just don't get up any shots. And then the blues come up on a power play and just bang, 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 bang. And then finally one falls. I'm just like, why can't we do that? Why do we have to wait for just a layup, a perfect – because we're not going to get that. It's so difficult to get when you're just dicking around. It's so uh. – anyway, that's all I wanted to say.
2: This might be a terrible comparison, DJ, but the Minnesota Wild's power play reminds me a lot of the Sioux City Musketeers power play.
0: I haven't watched enough Muskies games recently. Um, in the past, they were amazing, but that's when I was a lot younger.
2: Muskies is, Sioux City Musketeers for PG and VFC is a – local like kind of, it's a development hockey league that we've had some,
0: some ushl like uh
2: okay. jake, jake gensel was on okay uh, musketeers was on the musketeers way back in the day he was the only good player on that team that team was terrible i remember but he was on that team we've had a few people go to the nhl on that team but yeah so yeah, they
0: got like six dudes in the nhl right now my favorite neil Poink, for the jets yep. um mm-hmm. he's my dog uh, but yeah, the,
2: probably the most well known out of
0: Oh, uh, uh, what's the Pacioretty, I thought for the they're not, yeah, Pacioretty for Pacioretty
1: the, for the uh, he's on um, the Golden Knights, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure he was, he was uh, uh, Musketeer. I couldn't think of yeah. the word.
2: Yeah, he was okay.
0: So he, both. yeah, him or I mean, yeah, they're both good options, obviously, but they, they breed hockey players there.
2: <laughs> yeah, so just shout out to my current current town. I'm living into the hockey team. We got to throw that out there on the podcast every now and then, but let's transition to some NHL games now. So uh, going on to the Western conference continuing, we got the Calgary flames against PG's Dallas stars game. One currently being played as we record Uh, the flames finished the regular season 50, 21 and 11 with 111 points leading the Pacific division. The stars on the other hand finished the regular season 46-30-6 4630 and 6 with 98 points. Fourth in the central division, giving them that first wild card spot. Um let's start with VFC. What do you got for this series?
3: I think there's a ton of value on the stars here. I'm not I'm not sure I'm in, in love with them in this series, but I do think there's a lot of value. I think you can get them for the series at like plus two eighty-five or something, something along those lines. Um, but definitely. I think the flames Markstrom and net the dude is a, is an actual freak and they've shown they have the ability to score a lot of goals. Um, so I think this is definitely a a tough test for the stars. Um, but you know, we've seen them turn up before and we've seen them bring a lot of energy. I know PG has been to, been to some games down there in Dallas and like, it's just, it's a good environment. I think, uh, I think the stars could definitely steal some take this series later than, than some people may think. Um, so I think there's some, some decent value on them there. Um, and again, if, if you can get him marks on his head or just get a lot of pucks at him and, and, you know, tire him out a little bit and hope that he can't play every single game that that would be, uh, that would be ideal for the stars. Um, so yeah, I, and my boy, uh, Pavelski's on the team he's from uh he's from Wisconsin as well he's actually hometown right next to Cole Caulfield so uh that's pretty sick so um I'm actually yeah I'm gonna ride with the stars here I hate yeah. fading Markstrom it's it's one of my least favorite things to do but but this is I think a solid underdog spot for for the series here so I'll, I'll take the stars and um you know it's like close to plus 300 so we'll take mm-hmm. a stab at it and I like them here
2: all right, sounds good. Uh, DJ, what do you got for the
0: series? I think for value-wise, VFC is on to something here with the Stars. I think, you know, they're just more experienced. They've made runs. They have some good vet guys, uh, and they they know how to win postseason hockey games. But I got one word, two syllables, Mark Strum. Mark Strum. This dude is an animal. He's a beast. I mean, a 2.22 goals allowed a game. That's insane. That's so low. It's tough to do night in and night out. Now, my only knock on Calgary is just their inexperience. They, you know, they haven't gone far in the playoffs. And I I do, I think that's a big thing because you see a lot of the, you don't see very many young teams just go up and win it. It just doesn't happen. You need that veteran experience or you need the veteran behind the net. Like you need one of the two or both. Uh, And so I I like that the veteran behind the net, I'm going to choose that over the veterans on the ice so I am going with Calgary here, but value-wise, I would not take Calgary. I think Dallas is a way better value play. Um, but for who's actually gonna win, I-, I gotta go with the Flames.
2: All right. Sounds good. Uh for me, for me personally, you know, the Flames offense is something that's not talked about very much in the NHL. They have three 40 goal scores this season, including uh, Johnny Gardreau, who uh, stunned some people and had 115 points this season, tied for second in the NHL behind only Connor McDavid. Uh, the the thing with that is I compare it to basketball, where if you've got a lot of stars who want to take a lot of goals, that changes up the offense a little bit. If they can work as a team and kind of get things gelling, I think they're going to be very, very tough to stop in the postseason. But as far as the stars go, they're a team that everybody's writing off. You know, their front line mm-hmm. is very, very underrated. Um overlooked i would say quite a bit in the nhl and when we've had teams like that they've surprised people and they've gone the distance now do i think that's going to happen this series i don't but i do think that the stars like vfc said are an absolute value if you're looking for value calgary is not it i do think the flames will get it but i also see value in taking the stars for me and uh Mr. Uh, Dallas Stars fan, Potato Gobbler, what do you got?
1: Man, yeah, I, I, I've gone back and forth on this. I, it was a very interesting kind of end of the season, which we didn't touch on. The Stars basically all year looked like they were going to be that wild card number two team. Last game of the season, the Nashville Predators are up 4 on the on the worst team in the league, Arizona Coyotes. Arizona goes on to score five unanswered goals, ends up putting the Stars in the number one wild card spot, which is how they matched up with the Flames here, because the Stars didn't exactly play great down the stretch themselves. They just need a goalie to get hot. I think the style of hockey they play is really good for the playoffs. And I mentioned it earlier, that 2020 run that the Stars went on, it's largely the same team. Now it's a different goalie in net but they actually beat these Calgary flames in in the first round of that series four to two, I think the stars can win this. I think they can at least get this game to uh, the series to six or seven. I don't know though, man, this, this first line that, that the Calgary flames have, I think they're just going to have so many more shots. The only way the stars have a chance is if a goalie just goes crazy this series and just stops every single puck. So I've got to go with the Calgary flames, but I think it's mean six or seven. Uh, it's going to be a fun series. And and like I said, I think the stars play a great style that will adapt well to the playoffs. It's going to give these flames some problems. It's going to surprise some people, but it'll be a fun series, but I got to take the flames at the end of the day.
2: All right. an emo- an emotional hedge is what I'm,
1: I'm it's, getting that's at. really what it is at the end of the day. <laughs> Secretly I've already taken uh, not only the stars to win this series, but to win the Stanley cup. I just haven't told anyone that yet. So yeah.
2: Got to throw down just like a, half a unit on your favorite team just because absolutely absolutely all right and then to round out the western conference we got the matchup between the edmonton oilers and the los angeles kings the kings take game one in edmonton four to three philip denault had a go-ahead deflection goal with a little over five minutes remaining and that was basically the difference as far as the regular season goes the oilers finished the regular season 49 27 and six with 104 points Which was second in the Pacific division. The Kings, on the other hand, finished the regular season 44, 27, 11 with 99 points, third in the Pacific division. Line right now, Kings plus 160, Oilers minus 190, and an over under of six and a half for this next game. So for me personally, I don't think, and if I'm wrong, roast me, but I don't think there's a better one two punch in hockey than Connor McDavid. And Leon Dreistedall. I don't think, I really don't think there is. McDavid led the league in points with 123. He was second in assists with 79, and he was seventh in goals with 44. Dreistedall, on the other hand, fourth in the league in points, 110, and second in the league in goals with 55. The other members of the team got to show up if the Oilers want to win. They cannot rely on just those two to get it done, or they're not going to make it out of the first round. Now, for the Kings, Unlike many teams in the NHL that are fairly young, they're pretty well veteran-led. You know, you got Anzi Kapitar um, as their main leader. You know, Jonathan Quick, he gave up three goals that last game, but he did have a fairly solid game-worn showing. He had quite a few nasty saves. I was watching a good chunk of that game. And he really hasn't showed his age terribly. However, the thing for me with the Kings is they lost Drew Doughty for the season after he, um, he broke his ankle, it looks like. And I know the Kings just won game one. I don't think they can get it done. I think the Oilers are going to win this series. I got them winning it. As far as the next game goes, I'm going to go bold. And I think after losing game Game one, I think the Oilers are going to win by two goals. So I'm going to take Oilers puck line for my game two play. DJ has some mad beef with the Oilers. And I got a feeling that's going to come into play here. But go ahead, DJ.
0: This will be my most biased pick by far. Uh, people forget that when it comes to postseason, the Oilers fucking suck. They're the worst team in the league ever in the postseason. Like, to go from a dramatic flip from regular season, like give them an overall, okay, let's call them 95 In the postseason, they're lucky if they're a 60. Like, this team in the first year that I really noticed it was the COVID year where they had the expanded playoffs. They lost to the 13-seed Blackhawks, and the Blackhawks were terrible. They lost to them. Okay, whatever. Let's fast forward to last season or rewind now. They got swept, swept by the Jets four games. And uh, I, just kept, I just kept betting on the Oilers because, like, they have to win one of these. They're so talented. They have the, the best players since Wayne Gretzky, in my opinion. Uh, you know, you could throw in Crosby or Ovechkin, but no. It's, it's, it's McDavid for just stats-wise. Uh, and they got swept by the Jets. And you're like, oh, maybe the Jets went on to do something. No, the Jets proceeded to get swept by Montreal. Like, mm-hmm. what? Oh, it's ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. I mean, the Oilers are just awful in the postseason. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a curse. uh, But hell no, I will not be choosing the Oilers here in no circumstances. I will be going to all LA Kings. And shout out to the revitalization of my boy, Jonathan Quick. I mean, I thought he was going to be out of the league in the last two years because he really struggled. But, I mean, he's got 2.59 goals allowed a game. I mean, he's been doing well. Uh, you, this Kings team, man, they're gritty. They're, they're veteran. They, they, they slow it down and the Oilers want to speed it up and the Kings, you know, it's contrasting. If you try and run with the Oilers, you're going to get ran all over just what's going to happen. But when you kind of diversify a little bit, go opposite of them and you make them play your game, that's how you can beat them. And I'm going Kings here. It's strictly biased. It's strictly because Edmonton screwed me last year. I mean, lost me a ton of money and, um, then I didn't even mention how then, so I was like, okay, Winnipeg might be good. I'll bet on Winnipeg to win against Montreal. Cause they were huge dogs. They lost game one. I'm like, ah, they'll win game two. Lost game two. I was like, ah, let's bet them game three. They lose game three. Like there's no way a team that just swept the Oilers is going to get swept. Bet on them game four and they lost. So I lost eight straight games. It's, I just can't even fathom how it happened. Um, yeah, that broke me. That's why I didn't bet. That's why I don't bet at NHL this season. Cause of that right there, that little series broke me. But I'm done with my rant. I'm done with this pick. There's no chance in hell the Oilers win. And, yeah, that's just a fact.
2: So there, so there's no, like, stats or trends or anything? This is strictly what happened last year that's driving your pick.
0: Which is yeah. fine.
2: I'm just asking. Well,
0: I, I also think, like, Quick has, you know, the, the veteraness. You add in the veteraness. Like, this L.A. Kings team has had more postseason experience than the Oilers team. Now, talent-wise, Oilers are way better way 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 better and then from a goalie perspective though the oil the oilers don't have that guy who's been i don't think they have no they don't have a guy who's been consistently playing in the postseason whereas jonathan quick he won a stanley cup did he not yeah okay that's what i thought yeah so jonathan quick has that they had just they destroy them in veteranness and the oilers just don't win in the postseason they just don't they're they're anti- postseason wins now if I bet on the Kings you bet your sweet ass the Oilers are going to win but I'm yeah. not going to do that to the Kings I'm not going to do it to them so I'm not betting on that series you're welcome they can send me a check later
2: dude Jonathan Quick when the Kings won the World Series was absolutely different
0: World Series what did I say World Pardon, Series Stanley Cup I mean. oh I thought you were making fun of me I was like damn did I just <laughs> say fucking World okay yeah no he was that LA Kings team. oh man dude they were they were wildly good. Like, he was so – he was unanimous best goal in the league at that point. Uh, he was I don't so know good.
2: if it was close.
0: I just remember, like, everyone wanted to use him when you played NHL because you knew he wasn't giving up a goal. Yep. Uh, PG, what do you have for the series?
1: Man, I think it's going to be a fun one. I, I think if you're betting, this is a great spot to get in. I looked earlier today – The Kings and Oilers, this is like an even series, and it's a 1-0 lead for the Kings. If you want to get in on the Kings, now's the time to do it. I think they're minus 105 to win this series, and they started up 1-0. They're going to have home ice advantage now. Even if they lose game two, they've overachieved all season long, and we've talked about the Oilers' struggles in the playoffs. Actually, they've lost seven straight playoff games to this point. Uh, It's just insane. That's almost two series in a row worth. I'm going to go with the Kings, and I think they get it done in about six uh, here, and I think I need to get that bet in before I forget about it because I think that's great odds. I've just got to win three games. The Oilers have to win four, and it's minus 105. I start up a game, and they they answered the bell last time. It just kept They kept getting a lead on the Oilers, and then the Oilers would tie it, and then the Kings would go right back and score again. It's a very resilient group. Uh, it's a group that people have counted out too, far too early. I'll take the Kings here.
2: All right. And Mr. VFC, wrap it up for us.
3: Uh the Oilers are so sick. They're they're so fun to watch. They're they're like DJ said, talent wise, on paper. They're awesome. They're so fun. Um, it's what's in between net that's in net that scares me. I mean, Koskinen and Smith, like neither of these dudes are stellar, like, I don't know. They're just so so inconsistent. Um, and the Kings obviously 1-0 lead. Like that's that's pretty it's pretty nice. Um, but and and like PG said, like if if you're getting in on the Kings, now's the time. This is it's crazy value to to get even money um, on the Kings right now, up one got the home ice advantage. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm still gonna take the Oilers. I, I think the Kings the Kings are solid, but I just think the Oilers are, are going to get past them here. I don't think the Oilers are going to go any further. I think that goalie play is, is going to kill them. Um, but I, I really like the Oilers here. And I, I think Kyle, like you said, puck line next game, I mean, plus 130 I'm seeing. That's that's not bad at all. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be a really fun series. I think the Kings are solid. Quick will be quick. Um, but I think that the Oilers, they're just going to be too powerful on offense. And I think they'll just get consistent enough goal play to, uh, to take this series. Is this the year that both the
0: Oilers and the Maple Leafs advance?
1: Maybe so. Maybe the the curse of the Canadian teams, maybe it's over. Who knows?
0: I think it's more likely that neither
3: advance than both.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally.
3: I would agree.
2: I'm glad I got VFCs back on my on my puck line. That
3: makes me feel pre- pretty confident in, in the play.
0: Was someone getting arrested back there? By the way,
3: or was I? yes yeah, sorry about that. that. It's just no, I, I live in downtown <laughs> Cleveland, so there's literally sirens every every <laughs> all the time. Like I was like, am I hearing something? Like I, I thought, thought it was, was
1: th- outside my house. I it.
0: <laughs> my bad boys. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. It wasn't that loud. Yeah, it was no. just like
1: you could barely hear it in the headphones, just like in the very back. I'm a trained
0: dog, though, you know, I can sniff it, I can see it, I can just hear it. Can't get sirens by me.
2: Get get those natural instincts, DJ.
0: Yeah, like sirens, like the sirens that will be played when the Kings score all the goals and beat the Oilers. I mean, what's going to happen? A lot of sirens.
2: All right. Well, uh, we just got finished talking about the Western Conference. Let's talk about who we think are going to win the Western Conference. We'll give our predictions here. Um, <clears throat> for me, this is all about redemption. You know, best one of the better records in the NHL last year. Got bounced in, in the first round by the Golden Knights. This is going to be a redemption year for the Avalanche. I'm taking the Avalanche to win the Western Conference. Uh, DJ, who do you got?
0: I'm about to blow your guys' freaking minds with this pick. I'm not – Whatever the winner of the Blues Wild is going to the Stanley Cup, so I think it's going to be the Blues. But if the Blues find a way not to beat the Wild, which they've already beat them four times this season, it's going to be the Wild then. If the Wild can get past this huge, just crippling, can't even beat this team, can't beat this rival, they can get past that. The sky's the limit, but they're not going to, and the Blues. Gonna blow your freaking minds, boys. The blues pencil it in blues to get to the Stanley Cup.
2: I like All it. All right. PG, what about you?
1: You know, DJ, I've actually got a future on the blues myself, so Let's I go. wouldn't hate to hear that, but I'm gonna go a little differently. I was gonna say the same thing. I think whoever comes out of that series has a real good shot at it. So I don't I don't want to go that way. I'm gonna go a little different route. I think maybe the Calgary Flames, it might be their time. I can really see Markstrom getting hot. He didn't have a great end of the season. But you got to chalk that up to, you know, fatigue. They weren't really playing for too much at the end of the season. They were going to win. They were going to get first in their division. They didn't have a chance to get, uh, you know, the most points in the league. So they were kind of just coasting there at the end. Then they got a decent, you know, run at it. They're, they're, they're going to avoid the avalanche at least until the conference finals. So I'm going to go with the Calgary Flames. I think Markstrom gets hot. This team can score. Let's go with the Calgary Flames.
2: All right. And VFC.
3: I also really, really like the Flames. Um, if if they do get past the Stars, I know I took the Stars, which is why I'm not going to take the Flames. But if you like the Flames to get past the Stars, the Flames, I think, uh, have a really good shot here. That being said, I am all in on the Minnesota Wild this year. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I said before, um, I love this Wild team. I think they've just got pieces all over. Um, that flurry trade, I think, ever since then they've they've played even better than you know than they had before and i've been really excited about it since then so i'm gonna go with that i think if you parlay my two plays like the lightning are like plus 750 and the wild they're like plus a thousand right now to make the cup Like that, that would be ridiculous but um so yeah a little bit a couple of long shots there but i really like the uh i really like the wild so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna ride with them and let's just see what happens
2: we're going to have a lot of people happy with you in the group chat after they hear this episode. <laughs>
0: I, I want to say, though, of all of the playoffs, like your MLB, your NFL, your – like the Stanley Cup has to be – or the like the NHL has to be the most upset friendly. Um oh, yeah. MLB's close because yep. like there has been multiple times where both wild card teams have made it to the World Series. So it's like MLB and NHL are neck and neck for – it's literally like once you – like the eighth seed in the NBA is never going to win it. We saw the mm-hmm. Nets with had the – or whatever the seventh seed, I guess, had the best yeah. chance, and they didn't even do it. Like it's mm-hmm. so impossible in the NBA, but in the NHL and MLB, literally anybody can win, and it's wild. And that's why I think a lot of people love the NHL and the, the environment yeah. the Stanley Cup brings because, like you said, it's whatever goal it gets hot.
1: Exactly, and, and that may be similar to the MLB because it's if, – if a pitching staff or a couple pitchers get hot, I mean – Bam! There, there's your wins right there, and it's the same thing. Goalie, uh it's 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 a really cool sport because it's a team sport, but at the same time, one guy has the potential to carry you quite a ways. So, yeah, it's 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 the best time of year, it really. Is
2: side rant though the the only eight c DJ that I can remember that had a realistic shot of winning the NBA playoffs was that we believe Golden State Warriors team.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Upset, the Mavs. Is that upset the, the Mavs? Upset the Mavs? I think yeah. they
2: upset the Jazz in the next round. And then lost to the what have been the Spurs that year.
1: I think so, yeah. Something yeah. like that.
2: That's the only team I can remember that was but nonetheless, that's a sidebar. But I if you listen to gambling feud, we do that all the time. So
0: <laughs> get distracted
3: like a dog and squirrels. You just whoop
0: whoop whoop all these
3: little <laughs> side comments. Sidebars, the uh I'm sure you guys are following along, but the Avalanche are up five nothing
1: in the at the end of the, in first, the first period. First period, dude. So. That's wild. It's really Absolute awesome. Absolute wagon, man. The I may sweet. I mean maybe I'm gonna be kicking myself for not putting more stock behind them. I just they're so chalky and I don't know. Yeah. But they look awesome right now.
0: Yeah. Quick question here. I want to ask you guys, because you guys are hockey experts, but what is your experience with, like, so let's say the Predators sweep, the or the Predators get swept by the Avalanche, and the Avalanche have, like, a week off because the Blues and Wild are going yeah. to game seven. I think Rust versus Rest, or, yeah, Rust versus mm-hmm. Rest. Like, usually the team that has hasn't played in a while actually struggles their first game back. Mm-hmm. Versus mm-hmm. the team that's been consistently playing, but I well, yeah I wanted to see what you guys thought about that.
1: No, I think the same thing. It's 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 all about I think and then I think it's a little different for each team. Uh, you may compare it to NBA. So like if if the uh, Phoenix Suns, for example, had a several weeks off, they've got Chris Paul, they've got you know some veterans that have been around. They can get them back to that playoff intensity. I think that's the problem is when you have a lot of days off and this other team's grinding out this long series where one basket or one goal can change everything and they can be out. They have that intensity already ingrained and you kind of have to pick it back up during that first game. But if it's a veteran group, they've got some leaders that can go, all right, let's go playoff time, refocus. So I think it changes from, from team to team, but I definitely, there there, there's definitely a balance to it because you with, with hockey comes that physical toll too. guys are taking hits Uh, So just, it just really depends on the team makeup and and the health of it, but there are definitely, I think it's a little different for each team, but I don't know what VFC thinks on this.
3: I mean, I'm not going to put it any better than that. I don't, you know, again, this is my, I I will say like, even though I've followed hockey like religiously this year, it's, it's kind of my first year. So like the trends of previous years, I'm not, I'm not going to be as Mm -hmm. good as, so yeah, I, I, I would agree with everything I I just heard based on my, my knowledge, but, but yeah, I'm not going to put any better than that. It's, a, it's his first Stanley cup. He's a,
0: he's a, he's a young and young pup. just <laughs> a <laughs> little bull.
2: Uh, really quick fellas, before we wrap up the show, let's talk. We talked about who's going to win the East is win the West let's talk about who's going to win the whole thing. So I got written down here who we all have for our Stanley cup finals and we'll just go, go through it. So for me personally, I have the hurricanes taking on the avalanche for me. You know, DJ talked about the Hurricanes a little bit, little um, not as experienced. Avalanche, kind of the same way, but more experienced in the hur- Hurricanes. Like I said, this is a year of redemption for the Avalanche, and I think they're going to, like VFC said, they're up 5 nothing in the first period right now. They're just going to be on a roll, I think. I'm taking the Avalanche to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, DJ, you had the Lightning and then the winner of the Blues in the Wild. Who do you got winning the Stanley Cup?
0: Yeah, so my biased opinion, the Wild or Blues – my unbiased opinion, dude, Tampa Bay is just a postseason unit, man. I like, they have a great goalie. They have great like chemistry. They have just experience. Like they have all the things you need for that Stanley cup, that grind. You know, you got guys to mentor young players, young players to keep the team, you know, fresh, and new, and then a great goalie who's been there. He's done that. Uh, so if I had to choose a team, I'm, I'm going the lightning and, I'm it's so tough to go with a big favorite in hockey. Cause it rarely ever happens that way. It's usually some, it's whoever's hot or whatever team gets hot. Uh, and so I'm hoping it's going to be the lightning. Uh, but if it's the wild, me and VFC are throwing the biggest party Cleveland's ever seen bigger <laughs> than the one LeBron came back and won.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So you
2: got the lightning uh, P- PG, you had the lightning and the flames. Who do you got winning the Stanley cup?
1: Man, if that, if that ends up being the matchup, number one, those flights are brutal, right? That's like basically across North America, game to game. So that's <laughs> going to be a little bit brutal on travel. But, I mean, you'd have to almost side with just at that. If it gets to that stage, you've almost got to go with Tampa just because they've been there so many times. Uh, Vasilevsky and, and Markstrom almost a wash. But uh, Vasilevsky, just such a physically big person and headman and all these guys, Stamkos. I think you'd have to give the nod to Tampa, but it'd be one of the greatest Stanley cup series we've seen in a long time. I think it would go seven, take Tampa Bay in seven. And I think they would have home ice as well in that case. So I don't know for sure, but I think so. So we'll go, we'll go with Tampa in seven. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay. Sounds good. And VFC, you had the lightning taking on the Minnesota wild. Who do you got winning the Stanley cup?
3: I have two Stanley cup futures that I've played. I've played The Minnesota Wild at plus 1,500. I know that the odds, I probably could have gotten it better, but I got that um, on April 6th, and then I played the Lightning at plus 1,100 on May 2nd, so yesterday. Um, If it came down to this... I, it's tough. Um, I, I really love the wild. I love the lightning. Um, but I think just the lightning have been so hot lately and I, I can't deny that. I, I love the wild. I think if they, if they get here, I'll be, I'll be so happy. Um, but I'm, I, I would take the lightning in this matchup. I think, uh, I think they match up better. I think both of these teams, like, like the goalies are, are, are kind of a wash and then, uh, I think the lightning are just going to score more goals than the wild. wolf so uh, I'll take the lightning, um, which is awful that three of us have the lightning, but it's, yeah, uh, it's terrible. and They're like plus 11. Like now it's, it's even more like to, to win it all mm-hmm. after getting destroyed in game one. But, um, but yeah, Hey, I'm going with it. We're riding the lightning.
2: All right. So we got three in the lightning and I'm taking the Colorado avalanche. So I I tell you what, though, uh, it was an honor having, like I said, the two biggest NHL cappers. You know, PG, always a pleasure having you on. You're on, like, this is probably the fourth time you've been on. Enjoy every single time you've been on. VFC, this is like the second or third time you've been on. As always, a pleasure. We're going to get you on again because we want you as a guest picker to get in the Elite Eight contest. So we will get you on. But again, gentlemen, absolute pleasure.
1: Thanks for having us, guys. It was fun.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having us. It was, it was a great time. And uh, let's uh, let's hope these playoffs are, are as good as uh, as good as they're looking on paper.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It's always good talking shop with the boys. And I think we're all thinking it. Let's go lightning. Let's go wild and uh, let's make some memories.
2: Absolutely. Well, uh, gentlemen, again, pleasure as always uh, to wrap up our show. Uh, be sure to go to our website, www.codasportscappers.com. We got articles coming out on the daily. PG's putting out articles constantly. So be sure to check those out. We got Dan's putting out articles. DG Betts is putting out articles. You name it. We got cappers all over putting out articles. Be sure to check that out. Uh, be sure to follow our Twitter page at Feud Gambling. DJ and I are posting picks. DJ's doing it quite often because he's big baseball better. So, uh, and he's been riding so far. He did win the month of April. So he's up uh, three to one on the yearly series right now. So be sure to keep uh, track of that Uh, new show next week. We're going to have a brand new guest picker to be, to be determined. So we'll see what happens there. And we got a lot of podcasts going on the network right now. And we got more to come too, which is the really exciting thing. So be sure to uh, go uh, listen to all our podcasts on Apple podcasts and Spotify. We get the OG podcast, the Mount Lockmore podcast with pace and beer Uh, Puma Cakes and Soup make their occasional appearance. We got the High and Inside Podcast. DJ, I've been waiting for a High and Inside Podcast to come out.
0: We've been busy. Uh, Someone's always been gone for like four or five straight weeks. Uh, We've been wanting to do one, but I was gone, and then someone – yeah, it's just – Has not worked out, which that is the thing about the high end inside. You you don't get reliability. You get random episodes that are just amazing, (laughs) just jam-packed full of awesomeness. But you don't know when you're going to get them. It's like a surprise. Uh, It's like if Christmas just happened on July 8th and you're like, whoa, where did all these gifts come from? It's kind of what it's like. I always enjoy the episodes with Fuck si.
2: I wish we could get Fuck Sai on this <laughs> show, but his schedules are so busy. So
0: he's, besides the president, Fuck si is the world's busiest man.
1: He's always on the move. <laughs> <laughs> he's always making always... moves. He really <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: is. But again,
2: really good podcast. It's like, it's what we say is the R rated podcast of the network, but that's with DJ Alex Long, Jacob Thompson. Uh, if you're big into soccer, if you're not big into soccer and want to learn more, we got the Gabacho Baracho podcast with Corey Adair, Don Thomas Miller, and Dan Angel. They're really going to get fired up here soon with the World Cup. So if you're looking for World Cup bets, I know I'm going to be betting the World Cup whenever that comes around. Be sure to give them a listen. Uh, next year, we're bringing back the College Football Central show. Uh, DJ, myself, Pace, Bira, Soup, Dan, uh, Corey, and Pumba, All of us will be back. They'll be on YouTube. Be sure to check that out. Uh, pg alluded to it not another cultural podcast may not be the same name but there is something he is bringing to the works when the college season comes back so uh be sure tune in he's got a lot of good things in the works here so uh check that out uh ufc man if he's not the mr ice he's the ufc man the throwing bows podcast with mr von flu choke uh, be sure to give that a listen to, he does have the hide inside boys on occasion too, when they talk big UFC cards. So, uh, be sure to listen to that. If you want to talk about throwing together a parlay, you got to follow Mr. DG best. He is the parlay King. He just hit an, I think he had a four leg parlay yesterday too. So if you want to listen to a guy who, who does it effortlessly, like for those of you that don't know, a parlay is unbelievably tough to execute. He does it with so, so much ease so if you're listening, looking for a, a parlay to hit, or just any good NFL bets, be sure to listen to the Securing the Bag podcast. And we got the Cashing Tickets podcast with Big Game Hunter. He's a thirty. He's been a sports handicapper for thirty years, so he's been dropping um, about ten minute videos every other day. So be sure to give that a listen to. And we got a lot of cappers on social media. Be sure you give them all a follow at Coda Capper Base Pace at BRS thirty five at Pumba Cakes, at Campbell D. Josh, at Dan Angel 11, at Von Flu Choke, at DJ Corf 07, at Don Thomas Miller, at Potato Gobbler, at DG Betts, at Big Game One Five Zero One Eight Two Four Nine, at Jake Hazen 31, and our brand new capper at Beast underscore Picks. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at CombDogDJ. 55 episodes in a row. Wrap it up.
0: Follow me on Twitter at DJLow4422. Thank you for tuning in to our NHL special and tune in next week for another great episode. Stay classy, San Diego.